0: Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations.
1: It is six minutes past the hour. Lines are available. Terry Murdahl takes your phone calls, uh, comments on uh, our interview with Dr. Burks and, and the follow-up or whatever's on your mind at 866 be big Span will join us this hour. We'll talk about Tropical Storm and soon-to-be Hurricane Sally. Uh, we'll talk with him about that coming up uh, this hour. But your phone calls now. Harry Murdahl, ready to take those at eight six six. We be big, and we'll chat with you. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler, all here to start the hour. Uh, I do want you to know the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events uh, coming up this week. We've got uh, a couple of them, uh, and uh, that'll start Wednesday night, Panama City, Florida. Highland uh, Park Baptist uh, will have uh, an event there. There's no admission to that at all. Obviously, we'll do all the spacing and and uh, all the com materials and resources will be there too this Wednesday night. If you want to get information on that, go to rickandbubba.com, look under events. And then this Sunday, uh, and I, I think this is all the tickets uh, have been uh, – uh consumed for this but uh, you know since they're free the tickets are free but you need one because of the spacing and all that going to beautiful fiddler's green in jacksonville alabama bubba not far from cedar springs uh right. we'll be there on roy webb road uh coming up can you com- say
2: that three times fast
1: i cannot coming up roy the- webb <laughs> <Roy>, web, coming <laughs> coming up this uh this sunday Uh, evening and excited to be there it'll be for the men of all these surrounding communities we'll have all the manchurch.com resources there for any church or community groups that want to plug into our discipleship strategy and i'm honored to be presenting the message they'll have great uh, food for everybody as well again these tickets are free but they did need to be consumed and i think they all have been handed out you can find out that information by going to rickandbubba.com uh, as well and look under upcoming events then September 30th we uh, we kick off uh, the manchurch.com discipleship strategy at Overwatch uh, with Overwatch Men's Ministry at First Baptist Church in Douglas Georgia October the 1st. first week of 1st. <laughs> when you got me on royal way uh, we'll be headed up to beautiful going to, outside of Indianapolis well, going up to Avon Indiana on October the 4th and uh, we'll be there at Harmony Baptist Church they'll be kicking off the manchurch.com's discipleship strategy but, at last count, we have over, we have sixty four different churches all across the country that have decided to implement, in some way, shape, or form, the the dot com's men's great. discipleship strategy. Have you got your plan for twenty twenty one? Do you have a men's ministry? If so, do you have a discipleship strategy? We have it. Uh, I mean, we've got a, a plug and play for an entire year, or you can we can customize it to your situation, whatever you need. We're here to help at manchurch.com All those details uh, at rickandbubba.com. Uh, and let levels. me
2: let me ask you for
1: a repeat on one of those.
2: When are you going to be on Roy Webb Road?
1: I will be on Roy Webb Road coming up Sunday night. <laughs> Sunday night. I got, I, got to really, I got to really slow down. And I, and I, you know,
2: I, I spent a lot of time on Roy Webb
1: Road. Yes, you, and I so think, I can say it pretty yeah. well,
2: considering I can't say Dr. Burke.
1: And I think Greg and Dad are going to be there. So I think they're both going to, we're no, going to go by. I'm going to go by and pick up Dad, and he'll be there with us, too, so that ought to be interesting, but I will not give him a hot mic. Thank <laughs> O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Let's go to the phones. Louisiana checking in, and Paul is standing by. Paul, welcome to the program. How are you, buddy?
3: I'm doing good. Listen, I was thinking about what you said about the economic impact. We need to weigh things properly. If we stopped and banned all automobiles – Fewer people would die from car wrecks. We have less global warming. I mean, we'd have all kind of health benefits, right? If we just banned automobiles, and we all rode a bicycle to work. Well, y- y- but you, can, not, you can, it's not practical.
2: Yeah, you can, you can do that in any science. You, you have the laboratory. We, we look at something in the laboratory where it's a protected environment, and then you have to look at it in the real world, which means there are other factors involved, and it's not a pristine protected environment and that that's what a lot of this has to do with you you can't just not have an economy that that doesn't work because if we don't have that we don't have tax revenue guess what we don't have money to make vaccines I mean it, it's uh so it's okay to look at something in the lab to begin with but then you have to transfer that to the real world and say what does that uh, how's that look? And, and you make a great point we could save no telling how many lives if we outlawed automobiles today. Oh, incredible. I mean, we know that we lose, and I'm just using average over the last 10 years, about 50,000 lives a year on the highway. Well, we would save those lives, but th- those people wouldn't have money to eat either. So, you know, everything is a educated gamble, if you will. Uh, uh, all life is precious, but we're dealing with such large numbers that you have to kind of look at it as numbers. Um well, and, and that's the truth. Yep. You, you, you make a great point, and so did Rick, and that's the thing. We, w- there's ways to fight coronavirus and other uh, viruses, but we have to be able to do it in a world where we're still working, where we're still doing what we do as humans, and that's going to have to be modified from
1: what a lab experiment would look like. And you can't just look at it from just one side. You also can't go over to the economy— and let the economy say, well, the economy uh, rules people uh, overrules people's safety. The, you can't ignore either one. Right. So right. leadership says, give me the information on both, and now I'll try to come up with a plan that will minimize, not guarantee, minimize risk to the economy and to people's lives. Right. There's re- a
2: happy medium. It really there. it really right. goes
1: back to what we say about, you know, when someone says they're pro-life. Be careful that you're not really saying you're just pro-birth. Right. That means, all right, now why do, what do we do now when these women who get themselves in these situations decide to have their babies because they do think they don't have the right to take someone's life? Now the baby's here. She still can't take care of the baby. Are you going to take care of it? All right. Uh, are you, mm-hmm. we going to adopt these babies? Uh, are we going to uh, set up an, an environment to give that baby the best shot at a life? Are you just pro birth? So you got you got to, you got to, you can't just go. When somebody says I, I don't think we need to put anybody at risk. Okay, that sounds great, but that's not the real world. So how can we now get in and make this work? This all the way out. You, you, sometimes I think we we have a childlike view of these things, and it's really requires a lot of thought, and you have to weigh out everything that's involved with what you're wanting to do. Uh, you can't ignore any of it. Let's go to uh, Rob in Panama City. Rob, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Looking forward to being there Wednesday night.
3: Good morning, guys. We were for- looking forward to having you here. Uh, hopefully, the weather's going to change before you get here. No, you had said before about you, uh, you how the golf tells you when something's coming, and how one day it's, it can be slick calm, and the next day it can be you know kind of rough and shooken up. Oh yeah. Well, get you a, see if you can find online somewhere this morning or when you get, get a chance and look and see what it looks like this morning. Oh, it's, it's a telltale that Mother Nature's a little bit angry today.
1: Yeah, I, I talked to the pastor yesterday and I just looked at the latest track and we'll talk with Span about it coming up this hour. Uh, and it looks like it's going to go as far as the hurricane. I'm not talking about rain, but as far as the hurricane, it looks like it's going to be far west of Panama City. Uh, but it could change. And if it changes, we won't go and we won't have it. So uh, if, if we can have it, we'll do it. If we can't, we won't. Uh, let's go to uh, Casey in Petal, Mississippi. Casey, go ahead. Petal.
2: Hey, Rick and Mo, Monkey Grass and Green Acres. Thank hey. you very
4: much. <laughs> go ahead.
2: Um, so I was calling to see, my husband and I have been married 10 years. He grew up Catholic and Pentecostal. I grew up Southern Baptist. He recently, in his Bible studies, is following more messianic, you practices, I think I said that right, mm-hmm. and I'm
4: unfamiliar with it, and I feel uncomfortable following in his steps when I don't understand it, but I was just getting y'all's thoughts as far as, like, I want to be a good wife, and I want to follow him, sure. if that's biblically correct, you know, I'm just getting y'all's opinion.
1: Well, first of all, that <laughs> sounds like a conversation you and he need to have,
5: but... Yeah, um... c-
2: can I ask a question? Did you say he was Catholic Pentecostal?
4: His mother was Catholic, oh, okay. his father was
2: Pentecostal. Okay, wow, what a combination. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I was <laughs> trying
1: to I was trying to paint that picture for a minute it was a little confusing. Is that the one where you go and confess <laughs> your sin to a guy who screams about it? Uh, but the uh, but... I, I did, you know?
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> Well you confess, Rick, but he's walking on the pews that's while right. he's doing you it. You have to run yeah. down the front and tell oh, him yeah. about it. Uh you know, I, I first of all, being <laughs> a, a messianic Jewish people. Just follow the Jewish traditions and the feast, and uh, they know That's that the
5: basically the old school
4: law, right?
1: Yeah, except they've accepted Jesus well, as Messiah. L- yeah, yeah, it's more of the old school calendar. Yeah, it's it's, it's not the law because I, I, the law's been fulfilled in Jesus, and they recognize. Yeah. they basically take. I got to be careful. I say this. Yeah, they would yeah. say no matter how you say it, somebody's going to email sure. you and
2: say you say it. Wrong and if line. you
1: disagree with this, this is not a slight on yeah. Jewish people who do not believe Jesus is Messiah. Okay, I, I certainly do, so I don't apologize for that. But the messianic Jewish people, I mean, Paul was a messianic Jew, Peter was a messianic yeah. Jew. They just said yeah. we've we, we've weighed the information. We know the what the prophets said about Messiah, and Jesus is Christ. Like I as I've learned recently, it's not his last name. That means Jesus is Messiah. Mm-hmm. okay, that's what that yeah. means and he fulfilled right. yeah. the prophecies uh, and so the, and so a messianic Jew just says I'm I'm keeping all the Jewish celebrations, all the Jewish traditions, calendar uh, all calendars that. and I'm I'm fully Jewish matter of fact, they would say I'm completely Jewish. Mm-hmm. It's really the Gentiles are being grafted into the Jews, not the right. Jews being pushed into the Gentiles. Uh, the church took Jew and Gentile and everybody and everybody came together, uh, in, in one church, and the Messianic Jews say we're clinging on to our Jewishness, which also happened in the early church. I mean, we have to bring James in to the Jewish uh, – um, he has to go to the big the big meeting that they had in the Church of Acts. Paul and Peter can't get everybody to settle down. He walks and says, here's what we're going to do. The Jews in here, y'all keep doing what y'all were doing, but Messiah has come. Y'all are not going to require the Gentiles to be circumcised. Praise the Lord for that, mm-hmm. You know, especially for the adult men in the room. But, hey, <laughs> Gentiles, y'all got to stop all this pagan stuff. That's over. And he worked it out. So a Messianic Jew is just a Christian who is saying, I'm Jewish, but I, 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 everything about me uh, in my Jewish traditions is it, is it still celebrated, uh, but I believe Jesus is Messiah. Yeah, I think to some degree we all, that it's kind of the goal to, to get to that point. Yeah. So, um, so the Jewishness is, in the Messianic Jew's point of view, is complete. Those who disagree say, no, we're still waiting on Messiah. But they've got a problem because the sacrificial laws should still be in play, and they're not. We'll be back.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: 23 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll talk to Span at the bottom of the hour about Sally, which they think will be a hurricane before today is over. And unfortunately for our friends in Louisiana and southern Mississippi, right now the track looks like it will impact you guys again. Uh, HelloFresh.com with will, will fall, you know, starting next week. Uh, Now's your chance to start something new and delicious. We love HelloFresh.com. Spices up mealtime at home with fresh ingredients, mouth-watering recipes, delivered right to the door, contact-free. It's so easy. All you do is choose from more than 22 chef-curated recipes each week, and they have every kind of of meal you can think of. Uh, Say goodbye to never-ending meal planning and prepping, because with the HelloFresh.com, you do prepare the meals. It's just they give you everything you need to get the meals on the table and, and as little as 20 minutes. Uh, and, of course, they also save you about 40% of trying to head out to the grocery store, wearing a mask. I'm going the wrong way down an aisle. Hey, man, put your mask on. And uh, how about if every, how about if everything's <laughs> delivered right to your door uh, and you're saving money and you're still preparing meals and, you, and you're and you eating and you got it like you like it? HelloFresh.com. If it's your first time to go there, uh, go to HelloFresh.com, put that code Bubba in. We'll get you eighty dollars off plus free shipping on that first order. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. So spans coming up now. Bubba, this this past weekend, did you say something happened in the ham world? Yeah. Well, yeah. I just thought this was kind of
2: interesting. Uh, the international. Well, I hope, hope Doctor Burks is. In yeah. This. The I'm international. Challenge. I think sp- you've done enough. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. The buddy. international space station has a new crossband repeater on it, oh. and uh, that's been active about a week. And uh, basically, we, we take frequencies that if you were out running around in your car 10, 12 miles. If you're on top of a mountain, maybe 60 miles. But because it's a repeater station on the International Space Station, 244 miles high, um, you get quite a range out of it. So uh, I had tried to to work the repeater a couple of times and had not had any luck, and uh, early yesterday morning I did and uh, actually got a response from a guy. And based on his call, I thought he was from our area, but he actually was from uh, Wasilla, Alaska, where Sarah Palin lived.
1: Wow. How about that? Okay.
6: So
2: yeah, uh, on up there. And, uh, but I, I thought it was funny because I communicated with him briefly and then, uh, ended up emailing him later in the day. And, uh, he, w- he was raised in Anniston, Alabama. Isn't How about that funny? That? How about that? And, uh, lived about a mile from my cousin over in White Plains. So hmm. I just thought that was funny that we communicated through the international space station that's 240 some odd miles up in orbit, it was traveling 24,000 miles an hour and talked to a guy from Alaska who grew up in Anniston a mile from my cousin's house. I just thought that was kind of odd. Good
1: night. Kind of cool, wasn't it? And a lot of you remember that childhood song, there's a skeeter on my repeater,
6: knock it off. <laughs>
2: right. There's a skeeter on my repeater, <laughs> knock it
5: off. Rick, I love how
6: how the two of you are so different sometimes, but the chemistry is so good. yes. How far from from something like that were you
1: this weekend? Uh, i would not even. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 close. I, yeah, I, another planet.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, I so I can't, I can't do anything on this planet that would have me close. To, and, uh, and what what <laughs> made, enough
2: distance. what made the experience even? Even cooler to me right. is I was watching the NASA channel
5: mm-hmm. really? and it
2: had the view outside of the space station, so you could see. And I was actually communicating through it at the same time. I thought that was kind of awesome.
1: Bubba was doing that. I was sitting next to my dad, who was screaming, "Nobody knows how to tackle anymore." <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, not at the time <laughs> I did this. I got up real early. Oh, so goodness. sadly, yeah. That's, so yeah, that's I woke th- up too early. Yeah. Oh no! About three thirty in the morning.
1: What? what? Yeah. When? So did you do that on purpose? No. Uh, or did you accidental. wake? Or did you wake up and say, "I can't sleep. I think I'll go over here and play with this." Yeah, that's, okay. it, that's it. That's good. I well, want yeah. I can live with that. Careful. Yeah. 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 Allergies this time of year. You know? Yeah,
2: I know it's, it's awful. awful. Uh, the it um, back
1: to allergies a lot, doesn't it? Also, yeah.
2: um, it does. My life revolve. <laughs> let me tell you what. <laughs> allergies and sleep. is really a big part of the equation. Yeah, and <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> you know, when we map my life equation, it's <laughs> <that's> a big <laughs> part of it. Yeah, no. The uh, I know y'all think food is, and food is over there, but I, it's hey. Well, Sleep and allergies is squared compared to that. Mm. Right, but it's sitting there at number three though.
1: It, it, it's it, there's, it's some, in the hunt. there's some it's distance in the hunt. between two and three, but it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's way on down. Right down.
5: <laughs> way on down. <laughs> 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 unless,
1: unless when you wake up and can't sleep because of allergies, you eat. Yeah, well, yeah well, a lot of times, you know, allergies make you usually not hungry. No, nah, I, I would think it wouldn't. I think it would affect your taste, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, but you don't want to say that now. Everybody, you know, I know, labels COVID-19 on you. <laughs> well, I don't know. Where you, you get
1: red tagged
2: and get a two-week vacation. In all fairness,
1: <laughs> with someone who struggles with allergies, and like I said, I, I'm understanding it more because for some reason I I have dealt with allergies as I got older. I don't know how that happens, but it has. But So I, I nothing to the level that you have to deal with. But I would think if you are someone who struggles, well, I'm talking about the kind of people that like, hey, man, it it impacts my life. Okay. Now, like
2: I've had two sinus Right. So, allergies. How,
1: how do you even know if you have COVID or not? Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I, it seems like a lot of the symptoms of that might mirror stuff that's going on with the. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we've got the new thing of people who have it but never run a fever. You know, yeah, I, I, I've good. noticed, I've never seen, you remember that time in Seinfeld when they did the funny thing about the second shooter and they did it with the second spitter? Right. About, right. about Kramer. I've noticed a little something about COVID-19. You know, when, when Kramer tries to de- declare that that it happened this way and all of a sudden finally Seinfeld draws the chart of everything that spit had to do. Right. He goes, you've got yourself quite a little loogie there. Yeah. And and, 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 and I'm thinking about with COVID-19, I've discovered that anything that doesn't go with a narrative, they'll just say, yeah, well, it does that too. Yeah. They just oh, yeah. add it on. Yeah. Okay, so some people have it that don't have a temperature. Yeah. Well, how do you know if you have it? Check your temperature. Uh, What what now? Wait a minute. Hang on. Well, Rick, this is even... Say that again? This is even
2: another question. If you have no symptoms, no fever, are you really sick? Right.
1: Right. Oh, But you can carry it. Oh, that's asymptomatic. Well, that's a whole other thing. So you got it from that guy? Yeah, but he didn't have anything. Yeah, he did. (laughs) No, he didn't. Yeah, he did.
0: Rick and Bubba.
1: 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Don't forget the Rick and Bubba Buffalo Wild Wings Charity Charge today. Uh, and Monday Night Football tonight hit a Buffalo Wild Wings that's participating. Uh, and uh, the Charity Charge, 10%, goes to Good News Support Ministries, uh, helping uh, the ongoing uh, ministry opportunities and basic needs of the people of Nicaragua and Peru. Uh, these are some of the pastors that we've gotten to know over the years. And Good News Support Ministries helps on the ground, but during the pandemic also helps to uh, get them the financial help that they need to take care of the basic needs of the people. Uh, because, uh, especially in Nicaragua, the tyrannical government pretty much takes care of itself, so might take a note of that. Uh, so uh, we uh, we also have James Spann standing by. Here we go, James.
4: He's
7: the man
3: with the weather plan. He's the
1: Span, you have to tell me I'm, I'm not, it's not the hurricane theme just yet, right?
8: Not, not yet. Okay. We've got 65 mile per hour winds, so okay. we're we need about 10 more miles per hour. Okay, so we stay with Tropical song. Storm update right now. Yeah, Tropical Storm Sally. I'm just thankful this is a name we can pronounce. Yeah, yeah really, so makes oh, me happy. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: Lay
1: now we're down, the, Sally. And but and now that, we, uh, we're headed to
2: Hurricane village though right james i mean hurricane it, we just expect it to get there today right
8: we, we think so he, he, we're looking at the first visible satellite imagery of this and it's a little lopsided you know kind of like my head uh <laughs> so people all the time say how come you don't shave your head well my head's lopsided i got potholes uh <laughs> the, the thing's a little lopsided in that the the convection the big storms are on the east side of the circulation center so It's fighting some wind shear. We know that. But the Hurricane Center is still expecting this to become a Category 1 hurricane tonight as it comes up toward the mouth of the Mississippi River. And the good news, that the track has been adjusted a little to the east. I say good news for New Orleans in that they're going to be on the better west side of the circulation. They're still going to get wind and rain, but nothing like our friends on the east side of this. And one of the problems with this thing, it's just going to be a really slow mover. Uh, the, The steering currents will kind of collapse, so it will be drifting north, and it's going to take its time. And the main issue, it's going to be rain with this, I think. We're going to see some rain amounts on the Gulf Coast exceeding one foot, especially on the Mississippi Gulf Coast and the Alabama Gulf Coast, places like Biloxi, Gulfport, Dauphin Island. Fort Morgan, Gulf Shores, Orange Beach. They could see a foot of rain or maybe a little more. And then as it hooks inland, we're still going to see some heavy rain into parts of central Alabama and southeastern Mississippi. Uh, In fact, some of the latest data coming in from the National Weather Service forecasting rain amounts may be up to 10 inches up into parts of central Alabama. So needless to say, we have flash flood watches in effect for much of the Deep South. And the other thing to watch for, and you guys have been through many of these over the years, these little spin-up tornadoes that can form in the spiral bands. You know, these are just boogers to deal with. They they typically last for a few minutes. They are low-top. They can literally be under the radar. But uh, Wednesday, we think the better chance of isolated tornadoes over the Florida panhandle, the southern half of Alabama. And it's kind of a low end threat. It's going to be raining and the air is going to be stable. So we don't think that'll be a big problem. But the other thing, guys, is the storm surge. This is the water pushed in by the hurricane and the the latest uh, surge forecast in the Hurricane Center suggesting a surge of four to six feet for Alabama and Mobile Bay 5 to 8 feet on the Mississippi Gulf Coast then for Florida, the surge about two to four feet for Pensacola, Navarre Beach, and then one to three feet for Destin, Panama City Beach, and Cape Sandblast. And uh, that will probably create some surge flooding. So between the surge flooding and all this rain that's going to fall, flooding is going to be a, a big concern. And already it's uh, the surf is kicking up down there. We're seeing all the social media videos and pictures coming in this morning, and we have double red flags flying. And, and don't be some bonehead. Don't make us call you out on television here. I mean, we, we've already seen images of some people getting in the water this morning. And, and, you know, you might think you're the strongest man on earth or woman on earth, and it's not going to bother you. But I don't care. We have seen many people lose their life, uh, young people that are very strong, uh, and you just can't fight that. And of course, what happens if you get out there in this stuff and they have to come rescue you, you put the rescuers in danger as well. We had the case of a, a woman that Drowned, trying to rescue somebody else here a couple of weeks ago down there, but the rip current risk will be high on the Gulf Coast, at least through Wednesday night, and the weather starts to calm down. The surf begins to improve late this week by uh, Thursday, Friday, and the weekend ahead. And, you know, the next question I get, fellas, you know, do, do I need to cancel my beach trip or do we need to evacuate? I say this all the time. I can't answer that because different people go to the beach for different reasons. I go down there to eat and to look for water spouts. Okay. So this <laughs> is great for me. Can but, we not but, get a span a water spout? <laughs>
1: How oh, has he never it, seen one?
8: No, not every human on the planet has seen a water spout but me, and I'm a weather guy. That makes no sense. Well, James, you'd never uh, take a it,
2: vacation. You that's got the problem. To <laughs> You're, you You're go down not
8: going to see a water spout here in Shelby County. You're just not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a really, really good point, so maybe I need to get out right. more. Hi, if you want uh, to,
1: you can come down to Lake Mitchell.
2: <laughs> the, so, it, James, what's that and, light and you and got I, shining in there? somebody <laughs> open the curtains on the, you? What the, happened? The,
8: the sun is coming through over oh, here. I've got I, sunshine breaking through. I've got sunshine on my shoulders, in the words of John Denver. Yeah, I, I, I thought maybe a peaceful protester was trying to blind you. Yeah. Uh, didn't know what was happening. Anyway. <laughs> Blinded by the light. Yeah, uh, yeah we yeah. got to
1: get you. But so it's SPF span oh SPF. Okay. Here we All go. Right. Okay. S- a selfish personal forecast, and and of course I, I've been talking with the pastor there. We we've got a, a a a deal involving you know the the men's ministry thing we're doing in Panama City coming up on Wednesday night. Now talking to the pastor. He said everything they're seeing now, I mean, they're going to have some rain, obviously. But he said we're, we're west of this. It shouldn't be anything severe. And unless that track changes that we just saw today, I mean, like you just said, now if you don't like rain, uh, you know, that may not be your thing. But as far as any kind of dangerous weather, or, other than if a tornado were to pop up that nobody would, would, we're talking about dealing with the tropical storm, which may become a hurricane. They're They're sitting okay right now. You know, they've been through a lot with hurricanes. But as of right now, they don't seem to be, in the path of anything that's going to be devastating,
8: uh, you're, you're good to go for Panama City Beach. They are going to see some heavy rain uh, uh, later today, tonight, tomorrow, and the rain begins to taper off there Wednesday. Okay. Uh, and, you know they're, they're going to see rain amounts of you know probably three, four inches there. But by the time you get down there for this event, uh, there'll be a few showers around, kind of breezy, but you're going to be good to go. So I'll yeah. give you a thumbs up on that
1: one. Good. And, and looking forward to that. And that, that's kind of what the pastor was saying too. He, he, he thinks they're going to be in, in good shape, but some of these areas, like you said, the hurricane, if it, if it happens may not be more than a one, but it doesn't matter. A one uh, and and the, just the rain alone and the flooding is for these
8: areas that they, there's concern if you're in the path of it. Yeah. The, these slow moving tropical storms that they can produce so much rain. And that's the, really the big concern. And yes, you'll have some storm surge flooding and yes, You'll have obviously some wind, but the 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 rain—it's the big deal. So, if you are in uh, Mississippi or Alabama or the Florida Panhandle, if you live in a flood-prone area, just be ready to go to higher ground if you've got warnings. And the other thing to think about too—all this rain has got to drain, and it's going to go into creeks and rivers and streams, and they're going to probably go into flood as well. But again, the good news—the the weather's going to improve for these areas late this week, and the pattern looks nice and cool mm-hmm. uh, down the line. Now we're yeah. seeing a lot of blues on these maps uh, for the latter half of september so for fall weather fans if you're in the deep south i think your time's coming we're yes. going to see some very refreshing weather after uh, sally passes on
1: through here. Uh, you know in some parts i know Bubba, where you and I, I we could use a little rain mm. as far as the yeah the, we
2: we won't settle the dust we just had the roads redone at hunt hunting camp uh mm. but i don't want to wash them away
1: no, <laughs> yeah, no. and, and, and uh, so i'm looking hoping that that some of the areas where we've got some uh some land gets a little water you know, like I said, but I'm with you. I don't want it all to wash away, but we could use some rain. The the pond could definitely use some. It, it's crying out. Yeah, it
5: looks like
2: it's going to get all it wants. <laughs> it's yeah. crying out. Help me. I Ten mean, inches I... <laughs> ought to do it. Yep, that ought to do it. Yeah, <laughs> hit me. That'll yeah, get us fun. right back. Uh,
8: by the way, and, and, I, you'll gain a foot in about an say, hour,
2: Rick. It'll be fine. Mm,
8: yeah. One more thing real quick, guys. I had to mention all these other ones. This, we, we've got a bunch of action out here. So we're, we're talking about Sally. Uh, elsewhere in the Atlantic, we have Paulette that thing sat on top of Bermuda this morning. The mm. eye was over the Island. The, the winds were 90 miles an hour. So I don't think they'll have any, you know, catastrophic damage, but it's been a rough ride elsewhere. We've got Renee, which is fizzling out Teddy, a new tropical storm that's going to develop into a major hurricane, but that one recurves no threat to land and tropical depression. 21. And that's going to get the name Vicky if that develops, but that should stay far from land as well. So the only thing close to the United States for the next five days is the one we're talking about this morning, which is Tropical Storm Sally. But boy, that's an impressive map. It is. A lot of
2: activity out there. Thank you, Mr. Span. And you know what? It's not anything special. It's the time of year
1: it is. Span, do you want to go with me Wednesday and maybe we can find you a water spout have some seafood? (laughs)
8: That that's the tempting offer.
1: Yeah, we're going down and back. I can get you a seat if you want to go. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back. Reporting live. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this.
0: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
1: Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, eight six six, we be big is our number. All right, so we, we come back with a with a year America, but you heard James Spann. So Wednesday night, Panama City, Florida, uh, there at Highland Baptist Church, our event I believe will be unaffected uh, by Sally, and if that changes, we'll ad- will adapt. But as I think of right she's now. gonna fly right by Rick. No, I think it'll be fine. Yep. So, so uh, These are the days of
4: America. there we go. All right. So,
1: trying to keep up with what's going on with John MacArthur in and, uh, and California, really, and he's not alone, the, the, the church is there, uh, You get he gets one ruling, then he'll get another ruling, then he'll get another ruling. It's
2: been working its way through the courts, but yeah. he's at the point right now where he is, he's is. he been ordered to shut down. Correct.
1: He's or not. follow some very, very, very strenuous rules. Yeah, so John MacArthur got up in the pulpit Sunday. And uh, after a uh, just re- resounding applause, yeah we've edited through that just to save some time mm-hmm. he, <laughs> he, he He talks about um, the situation that the state of California has put him in, and the things that they are asking. We'll let John MacArthur uh, tell you in his own words. So here it is. <clears throat>
9: You people are out of control. (laughs) Wow, thank you. Are you happy to be at church? Before we begin, um, the question has come up a number of times about why Grace Church does not just comply with um, the orders that have been laid down for churches, and I I thought it might be helpful to give you the list of things that are required of us as a church, so that you understand how utterly impossible that would be. Um, Here are the basic orders. No indoor meetings at all. Pre-registration of every person who comes onto church property. People only allowed on church property for scheduled events. Every person who comes on the property is to be screened and have their temperature taken at the entry. We all must maintain six feet of social distance at all times everywhere, including the parking lot and the restrooms. (laughs) Every other parking space must be left vacant. Marked pathways to maintain social distance, keeping people apart, monitored by staff monitors, everyone always wearing a mask, restroom monitors to control six feet social distancing at restrooms, tape on the ground marking distance, signs indicating these mandates and also full Exposure on social media. Restrooms are to be used during the service to minimize the rush. That would be interesting. (laughs) No hymn books, no communion, no offering containers, no pew Bibles, no singing, no hugging, no shaking hands. Disposable seat covers changed between services. Good grief. And the services have to be shortened. (laughs) That's not a problem to me, right? (laughs) And based upon the separation, we could only meet in the tent with a maximum of 350 to 400 people. You can see that these are the requirements that would completely shut the church down. Anybody who comes in contact with someone outside their family for more than 15 minutes must self-quarantine for two weeks. Obviously, this is not constitutional, but more importantly, it goes against the will of the lord of the church amen. he calls us together amen so look at the person next to you and say i don't know who you are but i'm so glad i'm sitting next to you <laughs>
1: So there he is. So so that's John MacArthur. And as you you hear all this is designed and most of it unnecessary. Wow. Because he's saying what they're really saying is, Oh, you can do it as long as you do all these things. He said, which means you can't. Yeah. Because you can't do these things. Right. Disposable seat covers that have to be changed out. Um dispo- how do you put a disposable seat cover over a pew? Yeah, I've I've never really right. seen that. Uh, well, I know I know where I go to church, they, you know Everybody, you know, in some churches, you wear the mask in and you take it off and you sit down. Some churches, you wear it the whole time. Uh, they distance and they bring, you know, in between services, they come in. It takes about five to 10 minutes if you put about 20 people on it. Yeah. They wipe down everything and then you go again. So these things California are asking, are, are they're not scientific. They're, they're not mm-hmm. proven. And then you get down to what John MacArthur said at the end. And Bubba, that's what we've been saying. Really, all this is a moot point. Because the, the the Constitution, the government has no say on whether the church meet, church meets or not. Mm-hmm. Period. And California doesn't seem to understand that. Uh, and he said, uh, you know, also there's the biblical mandate. Um, you know, it, like I thought about if you listen, I thought the one that really, I mean, we know that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ said, this this dinner we're having, this breaking of the bread and this taking of the wine in remembrance of me. You continue to do this in remembrance of me. Well, there have been churches within the you know the, the pandemic that immediately the people that supply things to churches came up with a packet for you to, to take communion or the Lord's Supper uh, and do it without it being any issue at all. Right. But California says, no, you can't do it at all. Uh, well, you— now, they sell little little packs. Oh, we—that's yeah, we've been, been them. We yeah. did that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so what I'm saying is, California is asking for things that are not even required. I, yeah. I would say right.
2: California probably is not even requiring that much of their own uh, staffs that work in state jobs.
1: So I wonder what's going what's going to happen because they're trying not to. California knows the optics of arresting pastors, and now the John MacArthur's mm-hmm. and the. I forget the other guy's name, McCoy or McElroy, something like that. There's others there that are saying, come arrest us, and then they don't. So MacArthur has just once again got up and said, what the government is telling us to do, we are not going to do. And, you know, there was another judge that tried to bring some levity to this to say, look, let them keep having services, ask them to do do the, the mask, ask them to do the distancing, which MacArthur had agreed to. And then they came back and said, "No, we're over. We're overruling that." And then MacArthur said, "Well, well, you, you can ask you that, me, but you can't mandate me." Yeah. You,
2: you know, and I've heard this argument. Well, California law, California can make laws that's not covered under the federal Constitution. They can't make laws that contradict that. Correct. And the First Amendment is very clear. I mean, it is written on a third grade level. Okay, you you can't you can't interfere with church activities, and it's up to the church what they're going to Top of the hour. Rick
0: and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
3: Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie-cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Out
1: here in the field. We're back. Seven minutes past the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG and we go to phones right out of the gate. Harry Murdahl lining up phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here and ready to go. To Welcome back for a brand new hour. Look, 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 look. It's Bill Bubba Bussy, Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for sharing a few hours with us each and every day. We go phone troll format and lines are available. You can move right now. What do you want to talk about? A- anything's on the table. Dial them up. We'll get you lined up. And there are plenty of lines because we're 10 lines strong here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, gives us a bigger sample of people, and the phone troll gets the line moving fast. A
4: long distance, assistance, At the end of 30 seconds, you'll hear this.
1: Your time on the program will be Ooh. come to a close unless you get a timeout for Speedy or Bubba. Uh, if they don't give you one of their – they only have one timeout each, then we'll move to the next. Caller as quick as possible. Ed in Vestavia, trolling, trolling,
3: trolling. Keep them to the trolling. Here
1: we come from trolling for trolling. trolling. All right, Ed, go ahead. 30 seconds.
3: Hey, yeah, yeah, guys, I appreciate it. Enjoyed the one you gave us about the pastor giving the congregation. But it's not flown commercially lately. They're not doing anything they tell you. You look it up online, it tells you they're going to check your temperature, keep you six feet apart, space between the seats. I just flew from here to Dallas and Dallas to Montana. And these planes are so small now. There's no big planes. There's only two seats on each side, so they can't separate you. They check nothing.
1: Well, yeah, I've had people that uh, have have traveled, and they said, uh, you know, they try to get you to wear the mask the whole time you're on the plane. Uh, But I I don't know whether that's starting to to loosen or not. But, um, yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard anybody say they're taking your temperature before you get on the plane. I didn't even know that was up. Well, I, I think that was just part of what everybody was doing, you know. <laughs> uh, but
2: he's saying they're not really doing it, even though they're saying they're doing it. Sarah in Falkville, Sarah, go ahead,
1: 30 seconds. How are you?
3: I'm good. How y'all doing? Fantastic.
1: Great.
10: Well, I emailed Bubba a picture of Bigfoot. A big concrete uh, Bigfoot is up here at this store, and y'all have got to get it for the, the studio. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had a
1: number of people send me pictures of this, um, and uh, undoubtedly, a lot of our listeners roll that way. I'll get I'll get pictures that say things like, "Hey, I found Bigfoot." Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I don't know. I mean, we're, we already have Big Boy, uh, who's uh, you know been been COVID quarantined, um, so. Uh, could we take on another statue, above I don't know. You know, statues are hard to deal
2: with. Yeah, concrete, heavy. You know, here I don't know.
1: There's a lot of restrictions. Mark's in Huntsville. I have to drill
2: a hole in it.
1: Mark, thirty mm. seconds. Go ahead. I think she wants us to buy it to get it away from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mark, go ahead.
10: I know. Yeah, I know Bubba's a big tennis player, and uh, I was wondering what you thought of the U.S. Open final yesterday.
2: You know, I did not see it live. I'll probably catch up on it this week. Ham saw it. He texted me when it was going on. I was not near a TV at the time, but I heard it was an outstanding match. Uh, Went into a tie break after five sets, and both guys just exhausted.
10: Yeah, a lot of life lessons on. I mean, it looked like the one guy was down and out.
2: Kept coming back. Mm -hmm. Yep. We uh, big life lesson for Djokovic, who probably would have walked through that thing if he hadn't hit uh, one of the uh, uh, umpires with a ball flippantly. Yeah,
1: that there, that, that was a that se- cost him, buddy. Yeah, that was a self control <laughs> lesson. What
2: yeah, was.
6: was it?
1: Sean and Flominton. and he's not that way normally. That's hey, good morning, guys. About. How y'all doing? Good. Hey, hey, man. Uh, listen, to Bubba, talk about the space station a while ago. I wonder if it's Alabama Power or Southern Pine supplies power up there for him.
2: I think they're they're generating this one solar. Yeah, Yeah, probably neither one of those. You've seen those
1: big solar panels, big as a football field. You can see them from Earth. Seth and Milton. (laughs) Seth, uh, 30 seconds. Uh, Lines are available if you want to get in. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Seth, go ahead.
6: Hey, guys. I was wondering, you know, you're going to make yourself an egg
7: sandwich. Uh Y'all prefer mayonnaise or butter on toasting that bread?
2: Would not be mayonnaise for me. I don't like mayonnaise at all. I don't know about butter, though. Yeah, I I probably
1: would go with light mayonnaise.
6: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Put a nice golden crisp on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I would. I would not do a lot of mayonnaise. I don't like it thick, but light. Bubba would say none. Do you put (laughs) butter? Would you put butter on it? Uh,
5: What kind of sandwich? sandwich? Egg
2: sandwich. No, I. I like just regular bread. Now Betty will. Betty will kind of do a grilled cheese format looking sandwich a lot of times but i i don't have to have the butter
1: i mean i don't i'm I, I, good i don't my, my wife has become obsessed with this supposed to be this healthy thing that is not butter which any of that i'm afraid oh, yeah. of and it's called ghee <laughs> oh, she my. is ghee obsessed <laughs> no what she, what is ghee? she thinks ghee uh, no put a little ghee on it yep and i'm just i mean, I, I don't i don't really care ghee. for the ghee mm-hmm. you know and it, but no hey i tell you what you need to do with that put ghee on it i, I don't want to mm. you know She's like, hey, hey, if you do uh, the, the, one of those one of those protein waffles, put some ghee on it. I think I'm going to put peanut butter on it and some bananas on top. That's yeah, what I'd rather that's, have. That's You're that, not going to put ghee on it? Uh, baby, I, I, what I, is I, ghee? I'm glad you like ghee. I, I, I'm okay with ghee, but <laughs> ghee, ghee hasn't changed what, the world for me. What, what is that, Rick? I, I mean, what is ghee? I don't ghee? know what ghee is. She ghee comes is, from a cow. Yep, she's it. she's it all about
2: ghee. ghee. I think butter, but it's just regular old butter is probably mm. the best I, thing I, for it. I mean, all the stuff we made in the lab. You know. I'll so look it's sticking in our
6: arteries. So let me get this right. You would go mayonnaise on on a on an egg sandwich?
1: Correct. Yeah. i put I've a little had, I've I'd, had that. I, I'd like to have something, I'd like a little bit of moisture in there of some kind.
2: Yeah, I would be ketchup all the mm-hmm. way. I mean I'd do ketchup uh,
1: uh, on all mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, I, 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 if it's like scrambled egg or fried egg or whatever, i I'd put just a little I'd toast my bread and put a little bit of mayonnaise on there. I tell you, and I know you hate this,
2: Rick. But I, I, one of the things I love growing up, and I still eat them from time to time, is a uh, tomato sandwich with a little ketchup on it. Mm. Good stuff. Uh, I use a ketchup I know to hold people, it
1: together. Most people go mayonnaise on that.
2: Yeah. No, I don't do mayonnaise on. Anything. I know how you are with ketchup tomatoes.
1: on
6: the tomato. Yeah. Ugh. I know how you are with that. Almost seems redundant. Doesn't it? it how much does. for you to have to eat one of those
1: tomato sandwiches? I can't eat them. I, I, I've tried it. and I just can't do it. But I would do it for five hundred. Okay. <laughs> Marty, Look, you don't have to eat it all, either. Marty and Milton, go ahead.
9: Hey, green acres and monkey grass. Thanks yeah, for the it. Dog, buddy. <laughs> uh-uh. Go ahead. Hey, I know you. Y'all are not in favor of
6: more government. No. But I'm afraid we've reached a point to where you might get President Trump to establish a department of common sense
2: and
10: you
6: two guys <laughs> head it up there you go watch out we, we wow. need it in our nation appreciate it guys well
1: that go
2: department ahead. would replace about six others you
1: yeah. know somebody so it'd actually
2: be smaller government
1: <laughs> I, I can't whoever came up with the ignorance is bliss was spot on and i had and i forget yeah. who said it the first time and I, I don't know how to word it but like common sense is a superpower but it's all those of us that have it also live in a life of constant frustration oh, really? because we're aware of how many people don't have it.
5: Yeah. Exactly.
1: We realize how wrong something is, and it, and we could just be <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> and and what it works out
2: to, you see and hear people who, in your opinion, are so dumb it makes your head hurt. Yes.
1: Catherine, speaking of, and uh, her comment is on Kamala Harris. Oh, that was very timely, wasn't it? Uh, Catherine, go ahead.
3: Hey, Good morning, fellas. Hey. How you? Um, just wanted to wonder this. I've been wondering this since he, he named her. She's
4: a very strong black woman and comes from a big state. And here's Joe Biden running all these little small rallies and uh, front porch rallies, I think he's calling them. And
2: I'm wondering when she's going to snatch control and say, this is the way that it should be done. Well, I don't know if you've noticed uh, Biden is not out campaigning. I mean, he's doing very minimal. The reason he's calling them, uh, porch rallies is because that's about the number of people that are showing up. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you saw Trump's big blowout in Las Vegas over the weekend in a warehouse, Rick. Um, You know, it's very strange. I've never seen a presidential candidate campaign less than Joe Biden has. You know, usually they're just crossing the country now left and right. I mean, we're in the fourth quarter. This is a go time and he. He hardly leaves Delaware, and when and he does, he Rick doesn't Rick go very far. Well,
1: if you were in charge of this campaign, would you let him get out and talk a lot?
2: Well, look, it, this is this is a campaign where they're trying to down the ball. Of course. No doubt.
1: We'll come back. Uh, we'll get in some more of your phone calls coming up next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Find out what is on your mind If you're holding. We'll come back, and we'll continue to chat with you as the Rick and Bubba Show Monday edition continues.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866, we be big as our number. Staying with the people, uh, because all 10 lines, well, now there's some loosening up. Uh, Harry Murdoch, will get you in if he can. To uh, Let's go to Jim in New York. Jim, thanks for your patience, buddy. Uh, go right ahead. Welcome to the show.
3: Hey, guys. Nice to talk to you again. I like the fact that you are like me. You're all a bunch of 4Fs. You know what the 4Fs stand for, don't you? What's that? Faith, family, and fried food.
1: That's right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
1: anyway... Th- I think you're a southerner at
3: heart, Jim. I really do. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe southern Italy. Yeah. But But, uh, Rick, I sent you last night something out of the Washington Post. And if you already mentioned it this morning, I'll just uh, walk away. Okay. But it kind of showed the irony or hypocrisy of a statement. They had an article on the, on the fires out in Oregon. That was a very good article. It talked a lot about science, about how uh, air levels uh, drop and flow. I'll just read you a section here. Uh, in Portland, a 23-year-old Blaisdell Howard wore a respirator mask over his face as he walked through the deserted streets downtown to get breakfast at a 7-Eleven. He said he had recently flown into the city from Indiana to march in Black Lives Matter protests. And could smell the smoke during the plane's descent as he stepped out of the airport. The air felt suffocating. I felt like I couldn't breathe. He said. Now, yeah, I'm a New York Democrat, but a couple of points here. First of all, why was the 7-Eleven open at all? Should not have been sh- burned down or shuttered. But more so, hmm. why spend all the money to fly from Indiana to Oregon? It must have been 300 bucks. Couldn't that money have been donated to a food bank back in Indiana? To help feed poor black people who are suffering through the pandemic I mean to me this is common sense yeah it, it, what, Oh, what, well, what,
2: you can
1: throw common sense out the yeah. smoky window well yeah, plus, and don't forget too this is probably one of these guys that' will tell us the fires have something to do with man made climate change but yet he got on an airplane unnecessarily and flew and of course some of the people that are that are dealing with that are saying that uh, that, that they um, that they they have noticed that the that for some reason global warming stopped in Canada, and they're not sure how that happened. Yeah, they're blaming the fires, and this is
2: something that really Mm -hmm. burns me up. Yeah, right, right. right. They're blaming the fires on global warming. Global warming. But the only place burning is the U.S. West. (laughs) Right. If it was global warming, the fires would be everywhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it has something to do with the US West. Now we have right now, Rick, as many as thirty-five dead, yep. one hundred fires burning at this moment over twelve states. Right. But if you look, most of those states have crazy environmental law yes. that prevents them from doing fire breaks and control burns. And that, look, there, it's a different world out there for far as an environment standpoint, and I realize that with the Santa Ana winds. But if you have factors that drive fire like they do, it's even more important that you do fire breaks right. and control burns because you don't see that historically in the south, in the southeast, even in the northeast. Um, I know we had a real bad fire at Gatlinburg a few years ago, oh, yeah. but guess what? That is an area that, that, that they don't do as much logging, fire breaks, and control burns because of the tourism involved there. Right. And, and I guarantee you, you're probably seeing more of that now than you've ever seen. So, y'all, if you leave it to nature, if you just leave Mother Nature alone, let me tell you what Mother Nature does. Mother Nature burns it to the ground Yep. because you're going to have lightning strikes if no humans are involved, but we've had people, keep in mind, Rick. We've had people charged now with setting fires. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've
1: arrested four. Okay, and one of them was a, one was a gender reveal. Wasn't so it? this is not well, that was an accident. But yeah, these this, just
2: this is them. not global warming. The, the four they had these arrested are arsonists. Yeah, these arsonists. Yeah. These are people who went out, and took it a match, and started too. a fire. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: That's not global warming. That's called arsonist.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And can I tell some of you... And a gender reveal did get... Yeah, there was some
2: accidentals, and you're going to... The biggest part of it, take all humans out of it. You're going to have lightning strikes, and fires are going to be started. So the question is, we have a fire, so what happens then? If we run into a fire break, fire over. If we go into an area that's had a controlled burn... The fire becomes a little yard fire like it's it's knee high it's not 40 foot high because there's nothing for it to to get to to drive it to get up and get in the top of the trees. Yeah. Right. I mean it's just this is y'all this is not complicated.
1: Well and again some of y'all that t- toss around the world this this global thing global yeah. means global. Yeah you can't say well this is global warming the great the-
2: western fires are stopping
1: at the canadian border. it's not global. so it can't
2: even be the, it can't even be just a western us thing. it's mm-hmm.
1: yeah. so
2: well to the Come phone on, people just please wake up. Well, just a touch of critical thinking from somebody. quit getting all your news from what twitter and facebook says. as hams had pointed out earlier, they're trying to control your mind, guys. Correct. wake Correct. up wake up before it's too late. Glenn in Illinois. Glenn, go ahead. Yes, sir. I got a comment about the protesters and the anarchist in general. Okay. These people apparently want socialism,
3: but don't they realize under extreme socialism, which borders with communism, they will be forced to go to work?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't. They really don't, and that's why again we're screaming you're just not very smart because a lot of you are begging for the type of government that's not going to let you do what you're currently doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only what we have now is allowing you to do that. Right. When you go into a full, heavy socialism, lot communism type atmosphere, you're going to be told what to work. And guess what? If you don't work, you get sent to re-education camp. If that don't work, you get sent to the big, long ditch out there where the guys are practicing with machine guns.
1: That's how they handle it. Can I tell you something? My wife is going back and re-reading George Orwell's 1984.
2: It's amazing. Hey, yeah. unbelievable. He was, off, he was off on the years. Yes, he was. But he's he's dead on on the way it's going about. And right. he
1: was concerned about the direction towards socialism in the 40s, yep. late 40s, early 50s. And, buddy, I'm telling you, the stuff. I mean, when you go read that book, uh, that all that the uh, the the ruling government does and what they allow and don't allow and all that—it's unbelievable. It's all right there. Yeah. It? So, and and we have to put a stop to it. Mm-hmm. And and like to the caller's point and to Bubba's point, a lot of people that are in the antifa anarchist area—they've done they've done reviews on these people, the ones that have been arrested, and they most of them come from affluent families. Mm-hmm. And what they don't understand is if you get this tyrannical central government and socialistic Marxist world you want. Uh, our, our our teacher, Bubba, that we talk about a lot in Spanish, do you know who the new ruling class comes to get first? The wealthy people. And they take the wealthy people's money for themselves. And as the caller pointed out, then you're going to be given a job that they assign you. You're not going to live off mom and daddy's uh, you know, money they put aside for you because the government's going to have mom and daddy's money then. And unless they you know, make a deal with the ruling class, they're gonna be, they're gonna, everything they have is going to be taken. And uh, so most of these people that are out wanting something, they really don't know what they're asking for to the caller's point and to Bubba's point, or they know it's not going to affect them because they're going to go back to their life and leave you with the mess they caused in your neighborhood. We'll be back. Speaking of that, boy, this ambush... In Compton, and it's it's stirred up a lot of conversation. On um, this is the kind of results we see from some of the stuff going Rick on. Rick and Bubba, Rick
0: and Bubba,
3: proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba
1: we're back don't forget rick and bubba buffalo wild wings charity charge today uh 10 of all food sales that participate in buffalo wild wings go into another great ministry good news support ministry So make a note of that go out and enjoy great food from buffalo wild wings today while helping out someone else uh and also we can take care of how you're going to sleep tonight with our friends at casper.com slash bubba uh, these are outrageously comfortable mattresses and if you if you need to sleep better, your mattress could be the issue. And look, we're not talking about outrageous prices either. Uh, Casper.com/bubble will transform uh, the way you sleep, and they've been working on it, designing a system to, to react, adapt to your body all night long, keeping it in the proper sleeping position. Uh, how about this? Precisely uh, one, uh, and, and if you look at some of the things they have going on, they, they've got some some new. Uh, technology, uh, it's a, got a cooling system. and One of the things that they've worked on, uh, the, they, they also have uh, these these 86 different supportive gel pods that align your spine, eliminate aches and pains. You keep waking up, you know, we talk about being injured, sleeping. Altogether, it's the cooling, supportive comfort that you need for the most refreshed feeling come morning. You know, you, when, you, when you get up from sleeping, you really shouldn't feel dead tired. Your body should not have wrestled and fought all night long it should have relaxed, and then your immune system gets to work in the way it's supposed to. You're getting the energy you need for the next day, uh, and they have everything you need built into the bed of your dreams, and they're now adding 0% APR financing if you'd rather finance it. That makes it even easier, 0%. Uh, try to enjoy Casper. Go to casper.com slash Bubba. Use the code Bubba for $100 off the mattress that you order. And don't forget, if you want to finance it, you can now. at 0% financing. Uh, $100 off the mattress with Casper.com slash Bubba and the code Bubba or a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. So, Bubba, we have horrifying um, security footage. Los Angeles police officials have announced a $100,000 reward for information that leads them to a gunman who ambushed two sheriff's deputies in Compton Mm. over the weekend. Uh, they said the two officers were sitting in their patrol car Good at the MLK Transit Center in Compton shortly before 7 p.m. when the shooter ambushed them approaching uh, the uh, the vehicle from behind and firing se- firing several bullets inside. Uh, we're looking at this, and it looks like a very small person. I yeah. mean, very short. Yeah. Either very young or...
2: Uh, Someone that had some height issues. I, I don't know what's going on, but that, I mean, they're not
1: much taller than the mirror on the side of the car. It doesn't look like. No, you're right, but their head barely gets yeah. up to the mm-hmm. the actual bottom of the window. Mm. Uh, they're looking for the attacker. They say they describe the person as a black man who appears to be between 28 and 30 years old. Where are they getting that? Uh, wearing dark clothing at the time of the shooting, um, and of course, uh, you uh, you have. Um, what happened, the sheriff's deputies' injuries were listed as critical uh, immediately after the shooting. Both underwent surgery. Their conditions have been downgraded to stable, according to multiple reports. Uh, a 24-year-old and a 31 year um, mother, uh, so we have the 24-year-old man and a 31-year-old woman who's a mother of a 6-year-old, uh, they've only been sworn in as uh, sheriff's deputies about a year ago. Uh, they say there's no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, of course, the sheriff is calling the person a coward, uh, said it was an act of cowardice. Obviously, tensions were running high in the neighborhood, uh, but there's no nexus to it at this time. We're chasing all leads. Um, and it says shortly after the shooting, police were faced with protest at the entrance to the hospital. Did you see this part?
2: Yeah, I think, Rick, while the shootings were disturbing. Um, uh, on so many levels, the thing that was the most disturbing was some of the social media posts that came after that, where people were laughing about it. Uh, people were saying, "Hey, you know, we got some of them," uh, and then there was people actually protesting at the emergency room of the hospital, which I found to be very bizarre.
1: Saying really bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just. I mean, how do you get to that point?
2: At one point, they said blocking, and then I saw another one where they said there was a mob of about twenty five tried to force their way in the emergency room. I mean, what, what are you doing, people?
10: That's, um,
2: you're you're out of control, and you know well, you're you're going to you're going to force a response you're not going to really like.
1: They, they, you're right, and they, you're right. It says they tried to block the emergency room, uh, yelling, "We hope they die." And that I'm I'm really cleaning that up for everybody. Yeah, the language um, wasn't that nice. It's
6: bad when the sheriff's department the sheriff's department has to put out on their social media, please don't block the emergency room access. Come on. Other ambulances are trying to get through. They couldn't even get to the emergency room because there was they were protests. Again, screaming some of the stuff y'all said. About
1: common sense being a superpower, I know we've talked about this a good bit, but That's unda- good right un- undoubtedly people are not listening. If you think that law enforcement is a little trigger happy one thing you don't want to do is to do things like this, which make them even more likely to think that everybody's trying to shoot them. Mm-hmm. Can, can you follow that logic? It seems pretty simple to me. Yeah.
6: Who is this? Uh, yeah, here? Yeah. Can, can we? Are you able to play that? Okay. Um, this this was put out. Uh, this this is a witness to the emergency room, and I think it was a priest. I believe I could yeah. be wrong with that. Looks but, like he has a collar. Um, mm-hmm. the, this was an interview um, on I think. Courtesy of ABC Seven, I think. Yeah, ally.
4: <clears throat> Describe for me what the protesters were chanting. What were they saying?
8: Well, they were saying "death to the police," "kill, uh, kill the police," and these are sheriffs. But and, and, but but the message is still the same. And and they were um, using all type of uh, uh, curse words and and derogatory terms about the police, uh, just just provoking our police officers. Unacceptable behavior because the hospital should be a sanctuary where. Where you know that we we should leave hospitals alone.
4: Certainly tensions are on high since the two deputies are inside. Did yeah. you see the deputies make swift action? And you said those the protesters tried to get inside right. the emergency room, yes, correct? Yes,
8: they did. Yes, they did. And uh, that the, the actions taken by your security and and also the
7: deputies was very swift and and prevented from a tragedy ha- happening inside the emergency room. So
1: the unthinkable
2: that I'm that just, is the United
1: States uh, of America. Well, it's just, and it's just so stupid. I mean, it, it's stupid because what you're doing is you're creating an environment that's even more dangerous now. It's more dangerous. Um, th- this is not the, the way to go. And if you want the sympathy of people who may be watching a protest, meaning your fellow citizens, this is not the way to get their sympathy either. Rick, mm-hmm. this is not about sympathy. This is just people who are out of control. Well, They don't don't even have a plan. Well, and for those of you that may care about the November election and you wanted to go to the left, you're going to have Americans that are going to say, law and order is going to motivate me because they're going to – what you tried to do is to get people who wanted to vote toward the right. You want to scare them into voting to the left, meaning if we just appease you, will you please leave us alone, bullies? But now they're realizing, wait a minute it may be that you guys will actually make my life more dangerous because you mayors and you people on the left that won't allow law enforcement to do their job, you don't want the National Guard to come in when my city's burning to the ground. I guess I'll vote for the party that will send in law enforcement because it appears that a strong show of power from law enforcement actually minimizes the situation and a lot of times, eradicates it altogether. You don't want to send the message that we will shoot law enforcement people sitting in their cars So, because then law enforcement says, well, now we must consider that our lives in danger everywhere we go. Well, and, let, and, let me and, show and let me you how— you, you don't want to
2: create that environment. Let no. me show you how crazy this is getting. In Pennsylvania, we had police officers shoot a man dead who charged at them with a huge blade. Violent protests erupted outside the precinct in support of the knife man who had a record, Rick, who stabbed four people last year, including a teen. So, we got a guy who has stabbed four people. Mm-hmm. He goes after a police officer. They defend themselves, rightly so, and people are protesting the police.
1: Well, and you go back See, to this. Uh, wh-
2: where is the logic in that for
1: anybody? And I, and I know there's disagreement in the in the black community. I know that uh, Candace Owens has, uh, as well, she's on LeBron James, ain't she? Well, yeah. she's saying that some of these you know people that um, um, are African American and in places of influence, she's blaming them for creating this environment as they live in hundred million dollar homes. Yep. Um, and 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 this is going on between you know, the, the, as I've said before, there's not agreement inside the black community. There's 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 different views and and for this for everybody to act like you're a racist if you dare say something like that these are people that were within the same uh, ethnicity that are saying I'm telling you this is a bad idea because I promise you this I promise you with zero hesitation if this was if, if if Rush Limbaugh Sean Hannity Glenn Beck Mark Levin fill in the blank Tucker Carlson okay. If all of these people were saying things like LeBron was, is saying and some of the others in positions of power, and somebody shot into a police car because they would say that these people worked the, the, the citizens into a frenzy that brought danger oh, yeah. it happens every oh, time. Course, to law enforcement if the roles were reversed. So if if people in, in place, places of influence, you think influ, influence behavior then, really, this kind of shooting, you have to go up to the LeBrons of the world and say, "Are you being responsible with the influence you've been given? Are you being reckless?" Mm-hmm. I know you know Candace Owens is you know she does not mince immense words, and I know that you guys were telling me that she was telling lebron.
2: well, let me let me give you the yeah. exact tweet that she put out here if I can find
1: it. She goes this is from Candace Owens.
2: She says, "Why does this happen?" She's referring to the police officers. She says because pea brain celebrities that are idolized like King James tell young men that they are literally being hunted. This is the natural result result of such uh, dishonest rhetoric. Um, I mean, and and he had said that uh, this thing about being hunted all the time. Look, we we have racist, we have racism, and we have. Some bad police officers, but it is a a very small number, and we have some that make bad decisions on the spur of a moment. But overall, that's not the case. And when LeBron James says that, he he fires these people up, and and then they want to go out and say, "Well, I'm going to even the score. I'm going to get me some. And and she calls him out about it. I, I bet he loves being called P Brain by yeah. the way.
1: Yeah, didn't she also say if he's experiencing racism, she'll take some
5: of it? Yeah, she said uh, that
2: $100 million house that he lives in, I'll take some of that
0: racism. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
1: Oh, yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Eight minutes to the top of the hour, Rick and Bubba show. So, um, I know that if you listen, if you heard the kickoff hour today, this has already been discussed, but... We haven't discussed it on the main show, and that is this Netflix documentary called The Social Dilemma. The Social Dilemma, and it goes back, and I told you guys before, when my 19-year-old came in one day and, and um, had the same concerns about how all this technology and every people are attached to their phones, and we talked about when kids have meltdowns, if you ever want to know if your kid <laughs> has got an issue with his phone or her phone, just take it away from them, and if their reaction seems a little over the top, like almost like they're crazy and addicted to it. Like the kid that ran out in a snowstorm? Like the kid that ran out in the snowstorm, like the in the snowstorm and mm-hmm. killed himself because his daddy took Ooh. his phone? Probably some issues. And uh, and my son said he thinks that this generation of young people will be guinea pigs. And when we see the damage that all this has done to their generation, then we'll make adjustments on the generation that comes behind them. And really, this documentary takes on some of those
2: problems, right? Yeah,
7: that's one of the pieces for sure. And uh, so no. essentially...
1: And where is it at?
2: Is so it it's right? on Netflix.
7: Netflix. It's called yeah. "The Social Dilemma," and essentially, it's tech experts who have come out and they're sounding the alarm on what this da- what it's doing and how dangerous it is, uh, the impact on on uh, social media, uh, and our human behaviors and and. Um, We've all known to an extent of what's been going on, just like you said. Greg and I have been talking about this for years. Yeah, yeah. People, um, people create fake lives. we talked about that. We've even got now you can make yourself look the way you wish you looked. They, they, and, then, <laughs> and then you
1: send it out to people as if you look like that. And that's one piece
7: of it. <laughs> right. the, the, I Boy, think the, take a lot of work. The most disturbing part of this to me was how they are manipulating us, our thoughts, our mind. They're putting thoughts in our head that we weren't even going to have that day. So, and, so
2: you're saying there is? It's not just out there running on its own. There actually is a thought process, an intelligence, yes, yeah. a plan behind the I scene yeah, yeah. where they're trying to manipulate
7: people. Correct. Yes. And the, and I think the biggest this is not a this. There's a difference between this and you going to watch a documentary that may have a conspiracy theory to it. What? What was striking about this to me is these are tech experts. These are the people that created these companies, founders of these companies, presidents of these companies, CEOs, and they lay it all out there. And it is, I mean, that just said the dark side of social media. And I'm going to tell you, it is dark. And I, I don't know. I just, it was kind of the last straw with me in social media. We've been walking through this as a family over the past, really about a year, but really more so over the last month or so. And this was, I, nobody even told me about this. We just came across it. Was looking for something to watch Saturday, and we were like, "Oh my goodness, what in the world?" So go back to this because I remember
1: again, same same child again, and who said that they got he got rid of uh, of TikTok because he said I could tell they they were trying to indoctrinate me into socialism. Yeah, he yeah. said that they would even put those up. You you might be interested in this. And he said I clicked on it one time. And it was all a selling point about socialism. And he said, I realize this app is trying to change my worldview. Yeah. It's trying to you know, if I'm if I'm if I'm clay that can be molded, right. you know, older people, you we would look at it and go, eh, but <laughs> but, but, but if you're out there yeah. and your worldviews have not been established yet or you don't know why you believe what you believe, it's really propaganda and stuff that they're using to to change your worldview.
2: It is.
7: And <clears throat> not only that. Can we
1: see the trailer for it? Addy, could you pull it up it,
2: if you get a chance? It is,
7: and but not only that, Rick. It's one of those things where we talk about how dangerous this. We can have this device of looking at it for, a con, I mean, just hours and hours and hours along. That's dangerous enough. And what they do is they will strategically, with these algorithms, have things pop up on your phone that may have nothing to do with social media, or may have nothing to do with. So, but what happens is, is when you pick it up to check that, you are then getting back into that. Because you got it in your hand, and it's because it, it's so second nature to us. Well, now that I'm into this, let me jump over to Facebook. Or now that I'm into this, now that yeah, I've just, now that I've cut my alarm off and my notification off here and this here, right. my weather alert. Well, I've got my phone. I'm gonna jump into Instagram. Right. It is so very and they play. And this is kind of corny, okay? What they do, they kind of play it out with. Um, Greg and I agreed on this one that it was pretty corny on that piece right there. They got a little skit going with it, Showing but I you, think but. that was the key for my kids to really help them. Under I sat them down and made them watch this too, and they really understood based off because they could they could re, that was reality to them. Right? Um, I don't know, guys. I, I'm not saying everybody should do away with social media, but I know that we're done with it. Period.
1: Yeah, I think unless you know in your personal life, if you're out there arguing on social media you know, you're, you're obsessed with Instagram, obsessed with Facebook and, and that kind of stuff. You're right. You know, it goes back to whatever, as far as using it, because, you know, like as far to market stuff to talk, you know, if you're a business, you know, people out there now, you're like, if you're a church, I mean, you can't be, you can't not be in this arena for those things. Sure. Because if, if not, then, you know, you're not countering the other
7: information they're getting. See Rick, I'm my own worst enemy. And I'm an addictive person. Yeah. So I can't just send out something on social media and never look at anything. Can't do that. That's impossible for me to do. yeah. And so um, that's a real thing that I battle with. So you know how I have to not look at it? Get rid of it. Right. Yeah. And, and so, uh, I mean, I, there are – you do it. There are people that can do that and never look at comments and never right. look at uh, other people's stuff that they're posting. I'm not that person. I can't, I'll find myself spending an hour and a half doing it. Yeah. So – um we you know we've look it's it's a scary documentary to know what's going on there's so many elements to it not only just the personal behavior but how um fake news versus true news and how fake news is getting out there six times greater oh, yeah. than true news yeah. well, um, you don't know what to believe with in politics it. it's a uh, it's amazing you know they they talk about the whole russian thing and they keep saying you know Everybody talks about how Russians attack. I mean, they uh, hacked into the system and use. Fa- they didn't hack into a system. They just used the tools that everybody else had access right. to. They didn't have right. to hack anything. They didn't have to hack a thing. Well, they it, just goes back, it goes back. It goes back there.
1: And let it go. It goes back to Babylon B getting in trouble because people thought their headlines were real. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. people can't even tell
7: the difference between satire and the real thing. Oh, they said algorithms that they have are opinions and code. Think about that a minute. Top of the hour. Rick and
0: Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
3: Conservative, heterosexual, gun toting, football loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America Rick and Bubba.
1: Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport, it is Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Navy Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here. Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Busy. Hey, Bubby. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Well, you know, you try to find some football out there. It's been weird. Uh, you know, some some, <laughs> like some right outside our window. Yeah, some games have people at them. Some games have nobody at them. Some have here in between. All this. Some of them ain't even playing. Yeah. They yeah. ain't even trying. Right. Some of them don't even know what they're doing. Uh, but uh, high school. There's just a great. Um, there's nothing much more Americana than high school football. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Friday night. The communities are gathering. Their teams are playing. There's yep. songs written about it. Movies done about. Oh, it. Oh my goodness! It's just. It's just a this little piece of American pie. But um, we have a ball game out of Atlanta, uh, Alabama. That really I started being sent this uh, video several times over the weekend. Uh, it involves the Hillcrest Patriots. That's over near Tuscaloosa. Uh, trailing the Wetumpka Indians uh, in uh, Friday night's game, under three seconds left, and the ball on their own forty-one yard line, and that's when they were told to run the Bronco. Br- the Bronco. And of course, this is that thing where you just lateral backwards, yeah, yeah. Uh, hope- yes. hoping you can get Cal some. Stanford. Right yeah, on and, and, and on defense, I would just like to tell the defenses: somebody go get the guy with the ball. <laughs> I mean, for- force them, you know, force them to. They're going to lateral, but make them make some kind of wild lateral. But what makes this one funny is they finally do get them to lateral and fumble it, but unfortunately they then picked up the fumble, and went 46 yards yeah, for the touchdown, still, still a live ball. Nine wow. different lateral passes on this, and I've seen these before, but I don't know that I ever get tired of seeing them. No. <laughs> uh, so you've got this, speedy. yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. here it is, and, and boy, it is a wild play. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're not listening to the listen to the fans. <laughs> pretty good moves this guy's got yeah i don't know where he was going there now we're now, now we're, we're retreating again i love the lineman wanting to get in give it to me <laughs> yeah look 60 like he's gonna do something <laughs> well, they're probably back to the original line of screen yeah, right nine different lateral there's a bounce one look that guy just throws it up for grabs Look, and there, there he goes it's still alive still <laughs> alive
2: We ain't got to the end of it yet. Everybody's tired now. Listen, listen, listen. listen.
4: It's a fumble. It's a fumble, (laughs) goal.
6: It's If they just fall on it right there, it's
4: over. Go! 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 (laughs) That's unbelievable.
6: (laughs) unbelievable. And it ends. Nine laterals. It's starting over now. Nine. That's incredible. Nine nine laterals. It was going all over the place.
2: Um, And they're back. They go, it looks like they gained about 20 yards. Then they went back to the original line of scrimmage. Right. Just kept going. And, And there was a ball on the ground that several of the Wetumpka players dove for. Looked like three or four of them. And the ball pops up and one of the uh, Hillcrest players take it, and that gave him the break he
6: needed because so many of them were on the ground going for
1: the yeah, fumble. Yeah, at that point, mm-hmm.
6: look, look how tired everybody's getting oh, yeah, get this out, whole process. Rick. I thought this guy had something here. I so, oh, no, I don't. So I'm, I'm just going to you know, throw it over, my, yeah, it over that, my
2: head. I tell you, to be able to get rid of that ball when you know that you're about to go mm-hmm. down and not be tackled, mm-hmm. uh, well, what, holding can, it is we, amazing. I want
6: you to get – if I could, go right back here, Right here is where it all
2: changed. Look, you got to fumble. Three or four of them on the ground, and
6: then they lost containment at that point. Yeah, and then he scores. Uh, but the, the hey, Good what do we? What, the referee there the, too on the last. Count. Yeah. The you what do we do? in <laughs> comment is pretty funny. I think it comes up about right here. What do we do? It. Listen to this. It's, gonna, it's coming up here in a second.
5: How <laughs>
2: do we do it? How do we
4: do it? <laughs> I was looking at my phone. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> the, the
2: coach. <laughs> I can't believe it. The coach it. of Hillcrest, Sam Adams, said they work on this play every Thursday. That's usually when you do your walkthroughs and your funny plays. Yeah. Um, Because it's a not a high contact day. Usually none at all. Like right. Yeah. And... Um, but, But, if you watch the play and you don't watch the ball carrier, you can tell they have been well coached in this play, because you have three or four people scattered across the field that's always behind the ball carrier, right, yeah. So he knows he can throw it backwards, and somebody's going to be there. right? If they get in front of him and there's nowhere to throw it, and you think well how do we advance the ball if we're always behind it? Well, you just stay behind where the ball is. You hope the ball's advancing. Right. But they Ooh, were very I'm well... watching.
1: I think I got a forward lateral. Mm. Yeah. I'm they watching. were
2: very well coached and they executed it. It's it's an all it's look it's a last minute all hope is lost type play and they rarely ever work, but when they do, it sure does look good and it makes national headlines. Oh, for, yeah. Forgive
6: what? me for those that can't see cuz I know it's got to be frustrating here, but the guy that picks the ball up He is he is actually number three, okay. And number three, I'm gonna go back a little bit. Was actually laying on the ground, tired, (laughs) and and another player was sitting on top of him. I said, so so this is the guy here that runs the uh, the ball back that just threw it over his shoulder. I said, see, he's still on the ground right here. You see him? Yeah. Right there. He's He's underneath. He's he's still on the ground, and he's now he's getting up and he's standing there, not sure what to do, and then he's gonna come up right
1: there and grab it and go and he can't believe it he's real tired too yeah Yeah. worn out yeah that's not exactly the Uh, spring go back speedy yeah he goes i think there was a moment where i really think that the the is it we in the dark yeah uh Uh, right over here somebody needs to make a play and it's like everybody kind of stands around a little bit right and i'll show it to you maybe it may have been earlier in this let me see I Guess when it gets a bit nice is it? When right right here when it goes when they when the guy throws it over his head here in a minute and mm-hmm. they go back the other way okay uh, over to that left side right right over here they they, they get into a situation where I think they really could have got the guy right down there. There's a lot of standing around right there. Yeah. Did you see that? Yes. I mean that that, yeah. that that guy that that should have. I mean, right, right here when they're running and they stop and come mm-hmm. back around. Yeah, I mean, we're letting that guy stand there a lot. What, what are we doing right there? Yeah, I mean, I why, don't why, why, know. Are we, why are we not putting him yeah. on the ground? I,
2: I don't know what, <laughs> what the offense is for that that play. I would think getting too many people bunched up is what the offense wants you to do. If you notice too on a lot of the laterals. Mm-hmm. The pitch guy was going the opposite way of the guy that had the ball. I mean, there's obviously some good
1: planning. Well, well there's one time where the guy's standing there just holding the ball in between two defenders, and they're just looking and they're at you. they're just standing there, Somebody too. tackle him. <laughs> and make him throw it up in the air again. So, uh,
6: Well, it's made and national it, news uh, at one of the top sports plays over the weekend, and great high school <laughs> Excitement if you're on the Hillcrest side. That's now, with
2: you can't believe that, it. That's a once-in-a-lifetime play for sure. But like I say, they, they worked on it, looked to be well-coached. The other guy going the other way, whoop, there he goes. Um, so mm-hmm. they. Some blocking you going can on. tell they, they have worked on it. And they were very disciplined for a crazy play that it was. That's the guy, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> that's the guy that the,
6: the, the, the scorers see him laying on
1: the
2: ground. Yeah, Greg, where
6: did you see the forward lateral? Of course, you.
1: I'm looking
4: something like that.
6: Mm-hmm. I didn't see one. I thought it was
2: legal I, right
1: off the beginning.
2: I thought there were some people right here made an issue with the fumble that one of the linemen had. Yeah, now the fumble was. But, but he didn't advance he the ball. Nailed? He didn't advance the ball and never had control of it.
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you what's going on here. Too. Do you think? Because I remember. They're they're probably We Tumpka, which is the team in the dark. Do you think they're working on fumble recoveries this week? <laughs> How many times are they going to dive on the ball this week? Yeah, they you don't want
2: to be a film
6: session on this. They're one.
2: probably going to have the Bronco defense play. Yeah, uh, work on that. But again, in all fairness, uh, that they, everything that had to go right went right, and yeah. You know they had the guy going down, tackled with the ball several times, and he was just able to get rid of it literally on the way to the ground. Well, it's hard to do. By some of the, the no look
1: throws where they just threw it over yeah, the head, and it
2: just happened to go the right guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well that's back to you saying I always have somebody back.
2: Yeah, but yeah, you have watch nothing. it. Watch it one time without watching the ball carrier, and look at what the people are doing around him, and you see that they they really did have a good idea. Of what and it's going and
1: on. It's, there's a lot of freedoms knowing you're going to lose the game
2: anyway. Yeah, yeah
3: you got nothing so to lose. So just throw man. it back. <laughs>
2: just
1: keep throwing <laughs> it. it the officials make a call, yep. yeah, yeah, and, and, and so 15 minutes past the hour, we'll be back.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba,
1: 20 minutes past the hour. The Rick
0: in Bubba show.
1: we'll get uh, other phone calls coming up uh, a little bit later on. Well, now somebody in the audience, and that's the beautiful thing about both these teams being in Rick and Bubba markets, somebody has produced the high school play-by-play. Uh-huh. And look, hey, look.
6: It's called the walk-off at Wetumpka.
1: Can, can I tell you this? <laughs> that's what it's called. The, let, 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 let's just be, that's a good name <laughs> for it, by the way. Let's be honest. High school play-by-play is fun just to listen to uh-huh. no matter what. I I've, I've listened to oh. some, I've listened to high school play by play before and dare you to be able to figure out what's going on in the game. Oh, Rick. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, I it, it's fun to do too because
2: it's uh you know <laughs> everybody loves being able to call a ball game. That's Hey, look, and
1: hey, some people will put you on there. I mean I do know Greg. I've, I heard one one time you it was
2: legendary. We we've sl- all done high school uh co- you've done college, Rick, and mm-hmm. we've all done pro. Yeah, we, we right. done I mean yeah, yeah. at some point but I was—I was
1: listening one time. <laughs> that, I know what
2: I just said
1: That's sounded crazy. strange. I know. Okay, it took me a second. But, you well, right. but but I'm talking about like place would go by, <laughs> and you wouldn't have any idea what's going on. What was going on? No. And I, especially if they get caught up in trying to get their sponsors in, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you don't you don't have any idea what's going on. But in this particular case, these guys give it; they they put us there. Yeah, so they do. The more this, the excitement is a tough is there. One to call. Us. And this, so this, this
6: is, is the this Hillcrest. Is, it is the yeah, courtesy of the Hillcrest broadcast team, play by play audio to, and video. Okay. All right,
10: two point nine seconds left. Ethan Crawford takes the snap, swings it out to Marcus Wilkins. Marcus makes a move at the fifty, pitches it out, and the. Uh, Terrence Calloway has it at the 40. He makes a couple of moves. He pitches it back. Another way, Marcus. It's caught by Marcus Wilkins. Now it's <laughs> to oh, another pitch out. This one to Ethan Crawford. Wow. Ethan running around. Ethan pitches it out to Andre Seiler. Andre looks for a move, oh, doesn't get it. Here's a pitch. Ethan Crawford gets it. He's at the 40-yard line. He makes a move. He pitches it back. <laughs> it's caught by Andre Seiler at the 40. <laughs> uh-huh. Siler now running around. Siler makes the pitch, <laughs> no. now picks it, pitches it back to Ethan. Oh, Ethan pitches it back to Andre. There it is. It's fumbled on the ground. It's picked up by an offensive lineman it's and still, still going. Oh. And with
4: Ethan Crawford oh. with the ball. He's going to scored. the 30, the 25, he the 25, <laughs> <and, and laughs> oh, oh, my, my gosh. gosh. Oh, my, oh god. my goodness, I have <laughs> never seen anything <laughs> like that before! Oh Hillcrest god. wins! Oh my god! Hillcrest wins! And I that work, 59 yards! Wow. Multiple pitch! Holy cow! Touchdown! By the Hillcrest oh, Patriots. See you on the X-Men. time. X-Men. X-Men. the clock. <laughs> Top two. Oh Sounds like the Rick and Bubba X-Men. show. Top two. Absolute <laughs> oh mayhem Kevin, here. Kevin in Kevin. Atomka, Kevin please tell me you got that. Wow. wow. Send it to Sports wow. Center. Wow. Yes. Send, send it, it to, to Sports Center, Sports Center. We'll boys.
7: We'll be doing it. We'll be doing it. Holy for sure. cow. You may be seeing us on Sports Center. Christy kicks it high and short. <laughs> <laughs> going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, Pitches it, it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson.
3: He's got something. 30, he's, 40, got 40, something. 50, he's got something. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50,
4: 50, 50, he's got 5, it. He's got it. 20, 10, it! In zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. He's going he's to win. 25, he's to 20, 20 he's to 50, <laughs> 15, 10, <laughs> and <laughs> touchdown, Patriots. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. gosh.
7: Christy kicks it high and short. <laughs> going to be fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, it Pitches you. it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. He's
10: 30, got
3: something. 50, he's got it. It's picked he's up
10: got by it. An offensive lineman it's still loose. Still he's going. got it. Oh. And we need to drop him oh, in the ball. He's, he's got it. it
4: there are no. So <laughs> it's a miracle. It's oh, my no. gosh. Oh, my, oh my God. goodness, I have See never seen know. anything oh. like that before. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
2: that mix is called the Wetumpka Miracle walk Off.
5: Oh
1: <laughs> Did you like when they started mixing it Yeah, again? that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you it. You know, there, there's
2: one thing common in all of these is the, the color guy has to get involved. Oh, he, he's he just can't excited. stand by. He's too excited. And the, the play-by-play guy's trying to tell you what's happening, but the color guys can never. And, and in the Music City Miracle, too, you heard yeah. that. It just, they just and cannot sit think and
6: stand about, by. And we've looked at the soon. film,
1: and you can borderline some things, but I think they, did, they pulled it off. Imagine being the officiating crew trying to call them oh, without messing it up. With all that going
6: on. Yeah, you can't believe what's happening. Trying to
1: be in position to make the call. How are you going to do that? I I I know that as
6: as a a play-by-play or color person, (laughs) Mm. you've been in the game before and you're in the middle of a broadcast and something so crazy happens, you don't know how to even call it. You're like, what in the world is going on here? I remember when I was – just a little old 92J, I was I was calling the baseball game, it. and a fight broke oh, out between career. them and what is now West Alabama,
1: but it was living. Was it at similar to that time that there was a big crowd at that club we checked in with? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one, <laughs> really. But downtown, the Because you excited about that. the downtowner? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
6: but at one point, there was just people fighting everywhere on the field, and I, you just don't really know what to say. You're right. like, So Speedy was the, calling baseball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so, Mike uh, Parrish, I guess, gave me one game, but, um, <laughs> but no, and you just don't know what. To say, and at one point I think I said they're just all beating the crap out of each other. Because <laughs> you don't know what to do. Yeah, it's, just, it's just, so it's so bizarre. You can't believe what you're seeing. Well, what seeing. you're seeing is you're I'm going to ask you in you're...
2: the break about that fight. Something about that one. I can't remember if that's mm-hmm. the one I saw. There was one where our left fielder, who was gigantic, mm-hmm. his name was Mark something. I can't remember. I mean, he was like six five, six six, which is extremely big for an outfielder. And he had two guys like in a football – Oh, they
1: were
6: like headlocks.
2: Your, like your little electric football man mm, yeah. pushed up mm. against the fence like he was trying to grade them yeah. through it. Well, there That's, were coaches in headlocks.
1: Well, <laughs> well, look, don't forget the football deal that time when all of a sudden our team started fighting with people in the stands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same team. Same team. Yeah. Livingston. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Livingston Jackson hey, was, was Hey that was Pat. That, was, <laughs> thanks, Pat. <laughs> yeah. uh, that mm-hmm. led to the, the uh the team being moved to a completely different part of the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I but
6: saw, this one here, uh, this is something else.
1: I saw yeah. the Woof. the Jack State coach
2: Rudy Abbott <clears throat> run out to try to stop a fight one time oh. where a dog pile had already started and he got hit from behind mm-hmm. by the second baseman. I think it was from Troy.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And I remember seeing him legs go up in the air oh, as yeah. he went into that yeah. pile. Oh, if you get a shot at the opposing <laughs> coach, you saw him. He just kind of saw him. Hey, you get a
1: shot at the opposing coach, you take it. <laughs> oh,
6: he's on the field in a dog
1: <laughs> pile. Are you kidding me? Sure. <laughs> it's rare you get that shot. I, I he's like lucky to, he went
6: high. Back to the football game here. I love how they think when it's over. They they, they think it's over like two or three times. Right, well, yeah. that'll do it. Oh, yeah. here it is. When the you know, and then yeah. and then all of a sudden,
10: Callaway has it. At the 40, he makes a couple of moves. He pitches it back. Another way, It's Marcus. caught by Marcus Wilkins. <laughs> way, Marcus. Now it's to oh, another pitch out. This one to Ethan Crawford. Ethan running around. Ethan pitches it out to Andre Seiler. Andre looks for a move, oh, doesn't get it. Here's a pitch. Ethan Crawford gets it. He's at the 40-yard line. Watch he makes a referee. move. He pitches it oh, back. It's run. caught by Andre Seiler at the 40. Siler now running around. Seiler makes the pitch. <laughs> no. Now picks it, pitches it back to Ethan. Oh, Ethan pitches it back to Andre. There it is. It's fumbled on the ground. <laughs> it's picked up by an offensive he's lineman. And still going.
4: Oh, and with Ethan Crawford in the ball. He's got it. He's, he's got it. Touchdown, Peyton. What? On the field? It's America. Hillcrest wins. My test network <laughs> <Scripts>. <laughs> <Wow>. multiple points <laughs> <right down laughs> the oh. patriots See you on the old time Come yes,
5: <laughs> out Come out
1: I'm thinking to myself, I give the play-by-play guy props for knowing everybody's names. And they're I flipping around, oh, but they have mud yeah. on the uniform. Oh, yeah. uh, and they got mud on a white uniform. He knows who everybody <laughs> seems oh, yeah. to be. Or at least he acts like he does. He's yeah. confident with so it. He was confident. Yeah. We'll come back. 866 We be big is the number. More of your phone calls coming up. Lines are available. We'll chat with you next. Rick
0: and Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
1: We're back, 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, allform.com slash Bubba. Have you made the move on this incredible new sponsor yet? Have you been wanting to replace the old worn-out couch or chair for a while now? Let's make that happen because, uh, you know, you're, you're hanging out the house a lot these days. Uh, so why not get that eyesore out and get something better And You're like, Rick, I don't want to go out, though. I don't know about it. Well, okay. That's what well, you're going to be glad we talked about allform.com slash bubba because All Forms Furniture is delivered directly to your door, handmade in America in North Carolina. Talking about armchairs and sofas and sectionals and love seats at great prices and, boy, the quality. And they have tons of fabrics. And, of course, you can use leather, which is what I got on mine that I had uh, them to send down to Camp House. But they've got all kinds of stuff. All of them are spill, stain, and scratch-resistant. You pick the fabric. They'll even send you samples of the different fabrics, if you'd like to hold them in your hand, look at them, and actually take the colors inside your house and look around. You can do all that uh, by going to allform.com slash Bubba. You'll save 20% too off anything you buy. Uh, Save 20% off, and they give you 100 days to have it in your home. And if you don't like it, they'll take it back and refund you everything. Also, there's an extra 5%, so 25% off to the military, first responder, student, or teacher. Uh, All this is available now at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Or go to allform.com slash bubba. You're going to love them. All right, so now we've decided, since we're here in the play-by-play of this miracle high school game, we now think we're finding different things that we have that it sounds like. We did the one, the miracle call with the Titans with Mike Keith, but – Bubba mentioned the Oprah Australia. I, I think, Bubba, because this guy got to that tone.
2: He's got to get to this, that level.
1: Okay, I'm going to wait till he really gets involved.
4: You, I'm a, So
1: he's already involved. Okay, we're going to go where the – With either
4: ground or with the ball. He's, he's going to the Oh, my, gosh. God. Oh my oh God.
5: goodness,
4: I have <laughs> never seen anything oh. like that before. Oh no. Hillcrest wins. Oh my Hillcrest wins. And if it just not worked. 659 yards. Multiple hands with touchdown. Oh, 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 that
2: is funny. Fun with audio on the Rick and Bobbo show. I've loved every minute of that. <laughs> that is funny. All right, so, I think he
6: sounds, sounds a lot like Mr. Allen if you yeah. listen to it. Really good, really. <laughs> now, now I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. <a> <laughs> now I'm getting all
1: kinds of emails from from. Uh, that, uh, there's just so many emails of people that were there and all that too. Mm. Now, oh so yeah, oh Wetumpka fans can't believe it. Well, they're and, ups- and I
6: understand that they're upset. Yeah.
1: I get, it. Um, but, I get and, it. And they're upset with their own team. They're not upset with any kind of call or anything like that. They're like, there's, where's their discipline, where's their hustle? Right. Well, it's just it's one of those plays that will
6: – Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. if you're a senior on the field, you're reliving it's it. going to go both ways for you. Yeah. You'll you'll never forget it, and then you hope that you will forget it. All <laughs> sadly. right.
1: So I know that, Bubba, you brought this up, and, <clears throat> and it's been an ongoing thing. I will tell all of you this. We've talked about it for really a number of years here on the show since we've been at the broadcast – Plaza and Teleport, is I think it has been, and I, I, I don't want to mojo us, I'll say as of right now, I think we have lived in a miracle that nobody on this show leaving the parking deck has been T-boned by Uh-oh. Starbucks customers. It nearly just happened to me. Yeah, see, trying to get to this. to unbelievable. Let me tell you what the setup is. I've, I've, I've started going out of this parking deck the other way. S- same. Because I've come so close to being hit. And I know, Bubba, it just happened to you, and it just happened to Helms. It what, happened to me last week. So here's the thing. If if you come out of our parking deck, it's an exit out of the parking deck. You have to make a left hand turn. You gotta make a left hand turn. Well, coming down the hill, you're gonna turn left, coming down the very hill you're turning left onto. To go up the hill. To go up the hill, yeah. or people coming down the hill, going past this exit, and between them and and the Starbucks drive through is our exit. Well, look, it's a
2: little unconventional, the setup. Uh, It's it's really impossible to paint the picture because you're in between two buildings and a parking deck and and all of this. But the people coming down the hill have a stop sign, and it is mounted from a concrete wall
1: that is part of a building going up. Because the people realize that the design, if you don't stop these people coming down the hill. No,
2: you're going to have a T-bone.
1: You're going to T-bone these people coming out of the parking deck as they try to get but the problem is they're trying to get to the Starbucks drive through and,
2: and they've got mirrored things so you can see who's coming and all mm-hmm. this stuff. But as you said, Rick, you have caffeine-deficient people headed to Starbucks. Yep. And the only thing between them and getting to that ordering line is a stop sign, Yep. which is a terrible thing to mind. Right. And... Coming the other way, blind from behind a concrete wall, or us trying to leave the parking deck.
5: Right.
2: Well, we've all had some close encounters there. Oh, yeah. And I had one the other day that I pulled out, and this lady had almost T-boned me. I mean, right. she she ran the stop sign. Mm-hmm. They all did. And slammed her brakes yeah. on right before she plowed into my door. And she's kind of got the road. She's out in the middle of the road, so there is no lane for me to turn to go in. And I'm kind of like throwing my hands up, like, what are you doing? Right. And I point to the stop sign. Yep. She doesn't look to the stop sign. She points to the drive-thru. Oh, yeah. Like, where? that's where I'm going. Well, we know. We know that's where you're going. And I, I shook my head and go, no, you don't understand. I pointed the stop sign again. <laughs> well, by mm. now, she's throwing her hands up like, what mm-hmm. are you, an idiot? I know. And she's pointing at the drive-thru. Mm. <laughs> and I thought, well, I can't go forward. She can't go forward. Somebody's got to got to yield out of this thing, and I got nowhere to go.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm
2: leaving the show. Yeah.
5: yeah, I got
2: all day, sweetie. Mm-hmm. And you are desperate, right? Yeah, you trying to get <laughs> advantage
3: <laughs> Bubba? That's right.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I just sit there again, uh-huh. and I'm not going to move until she acknowledges that stop sign. Right. I even start writing it out big letters S. Did you really? Okay. Oh wow! T- really. Uh, okay. And I'm taking my sweet time. No, days. that's right, Amen. I <laughs> o, P, and point to it again. I've said it in Spanish before. Alto, <laughs> alto, alto. Right, yeah. And she just keeps pointing at the drive thru Well, because that's all they care about—that Starbucks drive-through. And I just, I just put my hands on the steering wheel and start staring straight ahead
1: and sit there. I bet she finally backed up, didn't she? She, she had no choice. She
2: honked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Didn't acknowledge. She finally hit reverse and backed up. I left. Now mm-hmm. I gave her one of these going by like, you idiot.
1: Yeah, I, I thank you. you gonna... You're not only
2: wrong, you're an idiot for staying with it. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the part I'm mad about. Everybody can miss a stop sign. Yes. But you're an idiot. There is no right-of-way just because you got to get to the drive through. Of that communist outfit, you that's know what right, I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. Okay, there is no there is no gimme for that. That's okay? right. You still got to obey the the stop sign. That's right. So get over it. That's and right. And you just you, you, how long we wait till you get your caffeine is totally up to you, honey pop. But you're gonna acknowledge that stop <laughs> sign you ran. That's or right. Or I
1: ain't moving. That's right. Boom. It's been happening for years. Did you need to get hit a minute ago? Yeah, just a minute ago. It they don't they don't pay hey, You
6: got to creep out. You got to really watch it cuz like you're saying they don't see they don't see the stop sign. All they see is the drive through lane and mm-hmm. where they're wanting to get. Yeah. They don't ever even look at that stop. Line. Well, they
2: may not see it, but that does not make it disappear. Mm-hmm. It's still there. I know. Yeah.
7: I know. And it's huge. <clears throat> well they and even, it's red. this and person backed up for me just a minute ago. They they acknowledge what they doing. Most done. of the, the time they up, do. And, this and this one was went on this
2: one was caffeine deprived or something. I I've know. actually I've actually had Bubba's She was experience. on a latte hot day or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I've actually
1: had your experience more it's like it's like their first reaction I would say Seven out of ten times, sadly, yeah. that their first reaction always is that we're the ones in error. Well, coming mm-hmm. out of the bar- parking deck, and then I keep pointing at the stop sign. I've done exactly what you did. Yeah. Well, they and see I'm pointing it as, at it, and as, it's like they won't acknowledge it. Yeah, they think you're
2: cutting through the drive-through line. Right.
7: Mm-hmm. Where
2: in fact, they're running a stop sign on the street to get to the drive-through Correct. line. Right.
7: Right. Yep. It's all about the priorities. The guy that just ran into me, he looked like he had just woke up. Yeah. And, he, and his hair was kind of everywhere. He's probably thirties. Yeah, and he I mean, was, my gosh, it's nine thirty. Well, that was my point. Is his his look to me was like, my bad, I'm not good wake right now, and yeah. I realize it stops. But I'm I'm with Bubba. And in most
1: cases, the females they won't.
7: No, they they think it's your fault. Are you talking about well, because no, no,
1: they hush. get the book of blame out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They, they, <laughs> they always think. A see, see, sure. well, on
2: our side, we have to stop long before you can see around the corner. So we stop, and then we have to ease forward, and we can't see what's coming. Hmm. You just better
1: be on full alert. Be, be prepared to get hit. <laughs> Phone calls coming up. So if you come to the plaza, stop. There's a stop sign. Alto, stop.
0: Phone calls now. Spell it out for them. them. They Bubba, love it. Rick and Bubba. <laughs>
1: Ten minutes to the top of the hour, phone trolling out of the hour and all lines. Well, there's one available if you want to get in. 866-WE-BE-BIG, Harry Murdahl. will line you up and get you ready to go. We'll start uh, with Simon uh, out of Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, 30 seconds, you hear the buzzer, and then we'll move from there, and we'll get to you as quick as we can. Simon, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show, and uh, thank you for your patience. Go right ahead.
7: Hey, guys, Monkey Grass Green. And- Thank, Thank you buddy. Buddy,
10: the Go ahead, buddy. Hey, you guys were talking about Le-
7: LeBron James, and I just wanted to mention about the press conference he held about the Kenosha shooting and
10: kind of taken back by
7: some of the things he said about uh, how the officers maybe left the house that, uh, that morning and their mental health. You know, he almost, in a sense, accused them of, you know, premeditated murder. Um, really, I feel, I feel like, in my opinion, he made that jump. And we can't do that. I mean, that's not what this country was founded on. Um, can't use that influence,
3: you know, for evil. Like,
2: yeah. It, well, it, well, look, I don't. Yeah. You're talking about kind of a veiled uh, threat. I mean, he he's gone much further than that. He said hunted.
1: He said that uh, that black people are hunted. That just that's just not true. There, there was there there was a time you might have made that statement. I just don't think you can anymore. Brian in Memphis, Brian, welcome to the program. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Green Acres. Thanks for the call, buddy.
4: Hey,
2: on that Hillcrest game uh, was one of the announcers Henry the
1: Horse. <laughs> Bubba, I just found out the color commentator is somebody that you know. <laughs> was that old yeah. Brad Armstrong? Brad Armstrong <laughs> he said he had a pass with you in tennis. That's
2: funny. He said, "Hey, Bubba,
1: <laughs> <laughs> my old buddy Brad." Hadn't seen him in a while. The
4: Meridian. Oh,
10: what
1: a play, though. Jacob in Meridian, <laughs> Mississippi. Thirty seconds. Go ahead.
10: Hey Rick uh first time caller long time listener uh thank you just, just asking about the uh what's your thoughts on uh Joe Burrow's last drive to miss a field goal you know
1: I didn't see it I, I didn't mm-hmm. see any of that game I saw the same highlights uh, but I didn't see any of the game but he from what we understand he drove the team down right in, in a last
2: literal last second drive to win the game and then the kicker missed it and yeah. got hurt and the kicker actually on, the, on yeah. the kick he got so hurt did he
7: start or no I think mm-hmm. he did. Yeah. I, I, he
1: rambled for right out of the gate. They did a quarterback draw. He, he scored he looked good. about a, what, 20, 30-something-yard so. run? right back up I the middle. Yeah. yeah, it was funny. I mean, he took off, and so he scored pretty quick in his <laughs> career. Uh, and I, I don't I don't think he had a spectacular game, but I don't think he had a bad game. You know what I mean? I think yeah, he handled himself pretty good. Well, he got him in the position to win the game in the in the field I'm goal still kicker. Still playing for the Bengals. You know what I say to every field goal kicker? We ask you to do one thing. I know. And I know exactly like he got hurt when he kicked it and all that. Did he
2: get hit, or did he no. just step wrong? It's like
7: he pulled a muscle or something. Oh my what happened with the Washington football team? They won. They won. They, won. they, won. they, look, they came back. I beat the, said that beat, just because I hey, want to say the Washington it, football team. Beat the sorry, Eagles,
2: sorry, Eagles sorry, by Needs. the way. Beat the Eagles. Came
1: from behind How about that? and uh, and played played pretty good. I bet Philly fans are loving that. mm mm-hmm. the, the, the Washington football team won. Is that logo all right for everybody? Just threw a number up yeah, there. I'm fine. I don't want to offend anybody. So They, they did have some people out there that, that That is a non-offensive uniform. Yeah, they, they said it has offended some people with dyslexia because they they keep seeing it the wrong way. <laughs>
2: Unless that Garnet color messes them up,
1: Jody Birmingham. Jody, go ahead, thirty seconds.
3: Yes, regarding these highly talented sports players that you find they fail at life. Um, speaking
6: of LeBron James, at this time you know they spend so much time developing their talent and they spend no time developing their character so what's happening is their talent is taking them taking them places that their character can't keep them so That's at good. some point lebron james is going to end up
3: falling from his his high throne that he's on because his his life his life um decisions uh, they're failing well it's That's really good by the
1: way. It's, it is real good your 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 fame is taking you somewhere where your character character can't keep you yeah but that lebron could have a level-headed conversation about this and do some good but like bubba made the point and so are you and the callers his points are they're outlandish i mean he's I he, say his his points are lies yeah it's just it's not making sense it's fake and in birmingham the world and welcome to the program go ahead
3: Hey guys um i was just going to ask Bubba about the stop sign does it have the red flashing uh, lights on it
5: no. no.
1: Well, we no. can show it to you if you're yeah. watching on yeah, YouTube look- right now. Here it is. Here's your Google Earth shot of the whole mm-hmm. thing. Google Earth. That's I mean, it. there's it's very really prominent.
2: This is the drive-in for <laughs> you have to loop under the parking deck to get to the drive-through. It right. even
1: has the word stop
5: and a big the- white line <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. And- there's another
2: <laughs> sign. There's another sign under the stop sign. So you get Adler. Can you zoom in on that? What does yeah. it say? What is- I-, I never see that.
1: Oh, do not block. <laughs> Fire uh, drive block driveway. Yeah. Yeah. so it's yeah. a big old red sign with stop. They'll on do it. that too, by oh, the way. Oh boy, will they! <laughs> and, and then and then on the ground, it, it's it, it, you know that big old it's, white it's thing painted in like four
7: foot letters. <laughs> yeah. Stop,
1: stop. And what it is is these these Starbucks people. They they see that Starbucks and
7: they sign and, and it blinds that's them. Yeah, the, you know that's some close out. quarters over there too. You got to get close to that wall. I mean, you're right next to the sign. You if reach out and touch it. The sign will almost hit your car. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: almost hit it.
7: If, right you, if
2: you got jacked up wheels, it could hit.
1: it. And see what yeah. you don't, you can't tell if you're looking at this on YouTube. <laughs> is see, we don't even that that area you see right there is a parking area. That's not us. We have to come from this dark place back to the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we you, you that's where we got to come out of that tunnel. So we got no idea what's going on. Yeah, and so we creep back right up in
2: there. Yeah, we yeah. creep
1: right there to see make sure a Starbucks crazed but, person <laughs> doesn't but, ram us.
2: But see, d- just by the makeup of a car, my bumper. I mean, I stopped. And then I proceed, my bumper, my engine, and some of my door has to be out there before I can see yeah. if you're going to run the red, light, uh, run the stop sign yeah. or not. So, mm-hmm. and then if you come barreling in there, and most of the time. If you notice too, Rick, you you know, on the road we stay to the right usually.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. the time
2: By the time they get to that and they've decided they're going to run that stop sign, they've already worked their way to the middle because they've got to make a left hand turn. You're you're right. They drift. To lock in there, and there's a Starbucks sign. You can't see it right up under. Straight ahead. That's yeah. usually lit up back in there, up against that wall next to our generator. Mm-hmm. And boy, when they see that, they forget they, they the kick. stops. Oh, hey, forget yeah. letters on the street. No. It's all. Hey, it is on like a chicken bone, buddy. Tom and Hoover. I'm I'm done tasting that latte grande. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Tom.
6: Last <laughs> week, well, y'all. It was. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: there we go. Hey, y'all. Hear about the mass revolution that's supposed to happen tomorrow?
2: No. Somebody else yes, had emailed about that. What is that?
3: It's going to be everybody's tired of the mask, and if you don't want to wear it, take off. What are they going to do? They're going to arrest all of us, Put us in the prison camp?
1: Well, I mean, in California, on, the be. answer is yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wonder if I'd get arrested if I tore off mask signs on the stores.
1: Yeah, probably. But, but you, you looked at something the other day because people throw out. Well, it's obvious the masks are, are, are working. Is that really true? Rick, from all I can tell, the
2: mask does help dramatically because it keeps dramatically? You from launching stuff but I'm into the about, air.
1: Didn't you look at something the other day and go, well, I'm looking just this right here, and people are saying it doesn't really matter. Well, I mean,
2: there's as many, you know, sayings for this as that. You know how it is now. Everybody's got their so, own survey. But- right.
1: So have we proven... That it dramatically. I, I think
2: it. it does. Just is that proven? Own, my own personal feelings on what I okay. have looked at. Right. I think it. I mean, I don't think there's a a something we drop the hammer on because right. if we were, we wouldn't be debating it now. But it absolutely prevents you from spewing as far as you normally would spew. But see, that kind of goes back against this thing. You have to be around somebody for fifteen. <laughs> I know.
1: Well, it's just, I, I guess I go back and look, and I, I forget which country did what now. The the Swedes versus the, whatever the other country, was it Norway? I, I can't remember. Yeah, I know. And it's they like s- Iceland, Greenland. I can't remember. And they one. said one did nothing, one did everything, and it was about the sun. Well, there there is
2: there is some data that would indicate that, that, that you really don't make any difference in any of it. Right. That, that,
0: that's point. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.